Hey guys, happy Thursday. It's Tony here from Footy LG. Uh, I know normally Nico's doing the introductions, but he's actually not in today. So we brought in Dante. Uh, how you doing, Dante? Uh, not bad, Tony. Not bad. Same old man, you know, just working away. Nico too. Um, and it's the summer, baby. It's the summer. Oh, it's, the only, <laughs> it's the only good thing about the summer because we're going to get into it later on because, uh, of course, TFC has been ruining our summer a little bit. We'll get into it later on. But I know you brought in your friend Joseph here. I think you'd like to, if you like yes, to Yes, yes. And Joe, you know, has been very reputable in the podcast space. Uh, you know, he started up the six-man pod and right. uh, very knowledgeable on sports. Joe, welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, been a roller coaster, but I'm finally on the show. So I'm yeah. happy about that. <laughs> first, it's one of those first time caller, long time listener things over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Big time. <laughs> so I know we all want, we're all itching to get at TFC, but I think there is some other stuff we should talk about. And I guess let's talk about the first thing. Uh, the can the Gold Cup, uh, sadly Canada lost it to penalties to the United States earlier uh, this week. Um, any initial reactions from how Canada played at the Gold Cup? Yeah, Tony, I got to tell you, man. I mean, you know, it was that first game where we tied Guadalupe. And I was just kicking myself. I was like, what is this starting lineup? You know what I mean? Like, it was just absolutely pathetic. And then, you know, as it progressed, uh, you know, you you saw some things. Okay, the Cuba game was good. And then, you know, then we had our date with the U.S. And then finally, I don't know what happened in the past few days, but I thought we played a decent game against the U.S. You know, it was tough. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I thought Schaffelberg was excellent. Uh, I'm still pissed off that TFC got rid of that guy. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just – there were some bright spots that to take away there. You know, we brought them to penalties when no one thought we, we had a chance at that, really. Um, and, you know, I mean, is Herdman the man for, for Canada right now? Probably not. Um, but you know what? Did he do enough to maybe – delay it a bit uh you can go on record and saying yeah probably he did so we'll see about that (laughs) if i have to be honest with you guys i think the reason why canada didn't go far the west because i heard them um i think this i know nico says that he said many times that Herdman is a great coach you know he helped push the players but i think what this tournament proved was that it was the star power canada had that got to the world cup not Herdman. Because if he was a good coach, he would have been able to figure out that Schaffelberg should be starting or Nelson should be starting or Russell Rowe should be starting instead of Cavallini, right? And he just kept playing the same lineups and it was just uh, not the best there. So, but I mean, yeah, Schaffelberg, I mean, he was fantastic. Um, He could have easily just destroyed the U.S. for most of that game, but I mean, it worked out at the end, so... Yeah, we'll and see he, how that goes. And, and only that, look at him in Nashville right now. Him and McNaught mm-hmm. and Tony. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable, you know? It's just, it's quite incredible to think. And, um, you know, I'm I'm very, I'm very happy with that. I'm very happy with that. Um, that At least the yeah. bright spot there. Yeah, the performance that they had against the States was good. I mean, to lose on penalties is never fun, of course. But I think um, when it comes to it, uh it did show that the players were ready to step up the occasion. And I know it wasn't the U.S. A-team, but it wasn't our A-team either. So the fact that those guys are ready to fight for Canada and push to the point that they almost got to the victory is is enough for me to say that, you know, there is talent outside of the big guys. Mm-hmm. But I do agree that we do need to switch up Herdman. 
But my only fear is if, if Herdman is uh, is fired, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear TFC's new coach, John Herdman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know no, I mean? no. That's God, my no. fear. God, no. That I don't is... want that guy here. I, I should I riot. I, I should riot I that it, one. I don't think it would ever happen, but, you know, there is always that possibility. Oh, God. Um, that would be a nightmare. So with the final four right now, who would you think would win between uh, well, U.S., Mexico, it, Jamaica, and Panama? It's tough. I personally got Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just think, you know, they're due for, for something because, you know, their their fans can only stomach so much. And you know how Mexican fans are extremely passionate about their soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we'll see what happens. I personally got Mexico. I think they, they deliver against Jamaica. And then probably the U.S. will beat Panama. So what do you think, Tony? I, I you know, I wanted to go the easy route and say the United States uh, and Mexico. But to be honest, I think this Jamaican team, when they played the opening game against the States, they really played really hard. And they should have won that game. They missed a few opportunities. But I think Jamaica is going to shock Mexico. And I think they're going to shock the States in the final two. I yeah. think Jamaica is going to win it. I think Jamaica, they do have the strongest team. I mean, Leon Bailey, Michael Antonio, um, Andre Blake and Nets. It's like they have a very, very, this is their best. These are their best players out there right now. Mikel so, Antonio, I agree. And, you know, yeah, Premier like League. And he hasn't even too. scored yet in this tournament. That's the crazy part. So, you know, he's due, right? Like yeah. he's due to put one in. So, we'll see how that goes. Uh, those games that were, are being played to the, the night we're recording. So, we don't have the results at the moment. Um, so before we get into TFC, I'd like to jump into a little bit of transfers. Yes. Um, who has been, uh, who do you think has had the best transfer window as a team at this point for yourself? <laughs> Can we go with Saudi Arabia as a whole? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I mean, that is crazy. <laughs> I mean, the crazy part that I find is that uh, everybody hates it that they're doing it but look at like i looked at a stat i'm gonna pull it up now just give me a second but the crazy stat about the uh the premier league and how much they've spent compared to the rest of europe and it actually had if i read it reading it correctly it had the premier league had about 800 million spent already at this point so i hear you so 300 so summer transfer market net spending this summer epl 382 in second wow. place, Syria was seventy-one million. La Liga was in third with twenty million, and Bundesliga is actually one hundred eighty-seven million in the green. Wow, <laughs> saving like they're <laughs> saving money, and, and people are complaining about Saudi Arabia when England is putting in almost the same amount of numbers. Wow, but um, you know what? I mean, they have the money. Some of these guys are. You know, they're, they're older. They're not going to yep. make it that far. But yep. um, and that's what it is, Tony. That's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm waiting to see Messi's, uh, you know, big debut there on the 21st. That that should be very interesting for the league and uh, see how that works out. You know, at the it'll end be of the good day. for the league. I yeah. Mean, yeah, I agree. It's good for the league, but I don't know if it's. Um, I mean, I know the realistic, real Messi fans aren't going to admit that this is hurting Tarnishi's legacy. Yeah. I mean, after three poor seasons in PSG to going to enter Miami, like, yeah, he's going to do well, but it's a marketing scheme. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. Like he's there to make the money. Like he's yeah. not, you know, and yeah. I mean, the crazy part is um, with, uh, you know, with the whole like Saudi Arabia thing, Al Nassar just got a transfer ban for the next three windows. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Which is insane. Like really like the amount of 
you know, s- schemes that Barcelona put through, this Manchester City, Juventus in the past with how much what they've done. And now Al Nassar, just because all of a sudden Saudi Arabia is spending all this money, they decide, hey, no more transfer for you guys. It's it's insane. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Joe, what you- Joe, what do you think? Oh, it's. Uh, I wish it was that simple. It's a difficult, um, difficult world to navigate this transfer market. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, from what I understand, and the multiple reports that I've read, and the people that I know in Europe that are that are close to the Al Nasir situation, is that they weren't paying the add-ons. So they were performance add-ons. There were incentive-based add-ons as well. Um, built into their contracts and Al Nasir has decided they don't want to pay them. I know it's not that simple, but I think that's the extent of the ban. I think that's where it's coming from. So it's a multi-layered, it's a multi-layered issue uh, as far bit, as I understand. Of, so it's a little bit of bullshit sprinkled on top of it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. For lack of a better expression, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're not going to pay the bill, ultimately that's where these bans come from. Uh, I know with Manchester City, uh, it's a little bit different. They're being accused of uh, falsifying the amount of revenue they're getting from certain sponsors. Uh, me being a Man City supporter and season ticket holder myself, um, I, I'm, I'm not really excited to hear what the verdict is as far as... Um, you guys are getting the, a slap on the wrist. I wouldn't yeah, worry about that, it. that's what it if is. Barca, it's going to be if a slap Barcelona on the can still buy players while being how much money in debt <laughs> and rebuilding their stadium, Manchester City's going to get off fine. Exactly. I, I agree. It's weird how that works. Yeah, it's you know? weird how that works. Like yeah. it's it's insane. But um, I'm going to ask you guys just before we switch to the TFC, uh, who is was your most surprising transfer to goal? Like, which player are you surprised that uh, made the move? To Tony, I got to start with this one, and it breaks my heart. I'm not even a, a Milan fan, but Tonali to Newcastle. Oh, that yeah. out of absolutely left field, uh, it's just gut-wrenching because you could see his face. He, I, there was a clip of him and his, uh, I guess, girlfriend Walking yeah. <laughs> into the walking into the training facility, and she's like, "Oh my god, look at this!" Blah blah blah, and he's like, "Yeah, who cares?" You know, the best I part was, like, oh, was this is such a big gym, and he's like, "Oh, Milan's was bigger." Exactly, you know, <laughs> like it's just well, that'll change. The Magpies have about two hundred billion dollars now. Yeah, um, yeah, a massive injection of capital. But at, at the end you... of the day, like I, I just can't see him going there, man. It just sucks. I mean, once he realizes the amount of money that's going to come through and the and, way that team's yeah. growing, he's going to realize the opportunity he has in front of him. So I it, think exactly. right now it's, he's sad, but yeah. what about you, Joe? Who do you, what was your surprise transfer? Well, uh, Dante knows more than anybody. I've been, um, I've been a part of the Cuore Rossonero club since I was 11. Okay. Uh, I've been going to games I'm, since I'm sorry I was probably you, younger than that. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's crazy because I went from being on top of the world uh, literally crying that I, it's the first championship I've seen for the red and black in the last 11 years. And um, I've gone from that to Ibrahimovic's retirement to Paolo Maldini being forced out of the building like he's some kind of homeless street trash. And then the forcing of your best player, of your heart and soul, out of for what I think is a criminally low price considering – his age, considering how good he is, everybody tells me, well, you got to do it for 80 million. I said, says who? If Declan Rice 
who's not even near the player that Sandrino is, is going for 105 with the English tax, then why is this guy being moved for 80? The numbers don't really add up to me. It's quite upsetting. Um, you know, they, they think they're going to be able to do a lot with that 80 million, but who's going to want to come to your team now that you've just forced Maldini out? Um, and, and, and after and the performances last and after the performances last year where, I mean, Milan, I'd say on paper heading in, had the strongest squad. Yep. And let's be honest, it killed, like I'm a Napoli fan. You guys only played three good games. It was against us in March. Yeah. I mean, the season yeah. that you guys had was very disappointing. And then you see all these changes. And I agree, that 80 million is not going to get you much. Well, yeah. it's got them uh, Christian Pulisic as of this morning, uh, who just <laughs> passed his... So we, we've resorted to Chelsea rejects as the replacements. Yeah. Ruben Loftus-Cheek, who hasn't been healthy in uh, his eight-year career, and yeah. Christian Pulisic, who somehow didn't have time to play for the United States in the Gold Cup when he was on the bench for Chelsea for seven straight weeks to end the season. So it's a very weird a very weird yep. um, dynamic at, at Casa Milan right now with uh, – with Jerry Cardinale, who thinks he's Billy Bean because he wants to run <laughs> Milan uh, with advanced analytics. Um, it's very confusing. But yeah. here we are. I guess I got to just hope and pray and believe, you know. But as far as TFC is concerned, the one that I hate the most is Jaden Nelson for $1 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That he's playing, he's playing really good. Yeah. When out in the Gold Cup, he was fantastic against Cuba. Like, it was crazy how he didn't, he didn't get the feature against the States. Yeah, I was really oh, disappointed with that too, yeah. Tony. I agree. I agree. I mean, I obviously I was a big Nelson critic in the past, but I'm I'm happy he's got a chance to shine somewhere else yeah. where he deserves it. And uh, you know, but Herdman Herdman should have pulled the trigger on him very quickly for the gold. Yeah, Cup. yeah. Herdman's not a good coach, but we've yeah. uh, we've already stumped that in the ground. Yeah. Um, yeah. For my transfer, it's actually a transfer that didn't go through, and it was surprising to me. Um, so I read an article. I think it was on Tuesday. Um, Wilfred Zaha from uh, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Yeah. He's a free agent. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, he asked for so much money that the Saudi Arabian club said, "Nah, we're good." <laughs> wow, it's the first <laughs> that time they rejected with, that. With the amount of money that's being thrown around out here, for that guy to have a team say, "Yeah, no, nah, we're good. We're, you can. We don't need you." Like that's just insane. Like that's just like, buddy, you're good, but like, relax. <laughs> you know? Look at the Saudis, eh, being picky now. Who would have thought of that? Good for him, though. At least he has integrity. He's like, listen, if you want me to retire, which is basically what going to the Saudi yeah. league is, if you want me to retire, then give me the money and I'll retire. I'll do it now, but I want the money to do it. You know? Yeah, it's uh, but it's it's just crazy when you read those kind of things. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's get into TFC. Um. I don't do know. Where to? do you guys want to start? Which which fire do you guys want to start? Um, we're Tony. gonna start with the Italians. We're gonna start with uh, the coaching change. Tony, I'm gonna start with the coaching change. Okay. All right. So this was. Oh my God! I've been licking my chops to talk about this for God knows how long. <laughs> uh, Mr. Bra Bradley, absolutely pathetic. Extremely long overdue. Um, you know, Tony, if you can believe it, we got more jerseys than wins. Yeah, more freaking jerseys than wins. And then, you know, but between them, Bob Bradley, the social media, who's completely out of touch with the fan base. Uh, you know, it's like a, I guess, a, a party or a carnival going on. Meanwhile, we're the, one of the worst teams in the league, if not the worst. 
Um, and it's just, you know what? Putting this team together uh, has just been atrocious since the beginning. You know, it's just been really bad mm-hmm. since the start. And the midfield play has just been non-existent all season long. Uh, K, I don't know what he's doing on the field, to be honest with you. Um, and then, you know, it's just been pathetic with Brad Bob Bradley. I'm so disappointed. Um, you know, as a season ticket holder, same with you, Tony. It's mm-hmm. been extremely infuriating to pay overpriced, you know, season tickets right now. And not to mention the overpriced beverage as well at the game yeah. uh, just to ease the pain a bit. But my God, it's just, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah, last last Saturday was the first time I left the TFC game. And I looked after years of being a season ticket, I looked at my brother and said, I think I wasted 2,300 bucks this year. Yeah. No, said, me too. I literally, waste, me too. I literally wasted this money. It's the first time I've been a season ticket holder since, I believe it was 2018. It was like my first year. And yeah. this was the first time ever I was like, not even during COVID did I say I wasted my money. Yeah. No, I know. We I actually started shit. I started in like, 2007, so I've seen the ups and downs. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I left temporarily when Jermaine Defoe came and the whole bloody big deal crap. So I didn't I didn't get that season then when they signed Jovenko, I immediately got tickets after that. Um but man, this is this is like rock 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 bottom. Like Yeah. Like you know, considering. Do you guys think so? I don't. Then, I don't think I'm there with you as far as rock bottom. I I, I think they're bad. Wrong. No, I think they're bad. I think like rock bottom for me was watching, you know, Danny Dicchio and and uh, Dwayne De Rosario try to piece together something with the you know the first eight years of of existence and them trying to piece together teams with Torsten Frings and Philip Kuvermans. Like now, at least. There is talent on paper here. They just that, have the wrong man running the ship. I mean, that was Bob Bradley was, was out of his depth. That was bad, but I think like now it's that was bad because tech, it was more technical side. Yeah, you didn't have the players. You had the ideas. Yeah. You didn't have the players do it. They had an excuse pit, back then. Yeah, what pisses me off now is when you get this guy from Atlanta, Franco Ibarra, coming here and crying that he doesn't want to play for TFC. And Literally. not one person in the TFC organization stood up and said, buddy, you better shut your fucking mouth. Mm, Either right. we're last place or not, you better respect our team. Like, there was nobody even on Twitter. Nobody was ripping on this guy. To, I mean, I, I did. I, I sent a tweet saying, yo, buddy, if you don't want to be here, fuck off. Like, don't come. Yeah. But even though we're last, you got to have that pride. And I think that pride in this team is just gone in the club. Yep. And you, you see know, it in the They feel like Chelsea, don't you know? they, guys? Don't they feel a like little, Chelsea right now? Like, oh man! You know you don't. I'm you serious. Don't, you don't. Yeah, you just don't have that. How can you let someone say that? How can you let someone post that? Like yeah. my first thing would be, you better put another comment out. You're riding the bench the rest of the year. Like if I if I was Ter- Terry Dunfield right now, I would tell Frankie Barra, you can show the practice if you want, but you're not playing a game. That's right. Simple as that. Like That's you're right. gonna make the a comment like that about my club. Loose, then. Why keep it around? Cut it loose, sell it. You gotta have the, you gotta show that pride in your team. You know, like you gotta be proud of this team. Like, yeah, you're last, I get it, but it's just gone. Like even, even Insignia Berardeschi, like listen, that's an Opie fan. I love that Insignia. He's playing with Toronto. I played my two favorite teams, but he doesn't have it in him like Jovinko did. Yeah, you know, like you can see it, like the attitude. It's just not there, you know. And I think that's the biggest problem, and it doesn't help that. You know, you had Skeletor, Bob Rowley just standing at the edge, not having anything. 
Michael Bradley is a disaster himself. He's more worried about getting his coaching thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Osorio, not interested. Or not, all of a sudden, <laughs> with Canada plays, he runs and plays for Canada. So I'm hoping he's going to come back healthy. Well, yeah. that's so frustrating, it's, isn't it? You know, he's so good is. when he's on the field. Is. And then for TFC, he can't put it together. It's very annoying. But if you were to tell me that they were going to go get guys like Luke Singh, guys like Franco Ibarra, and then obviously you got the two Italians last summer, and this team wasn't going to get better, like I would have laughed. I would have said, how is that even possible? But they've somehow regressed. They have a, a, I think they're a 14 negative on the goal differential, the Mm -hmm. highest paid roster in the MLS, and they're the worst team in the MLS. How does that make any sense to anyone? And, and that's why, Joe, it's so infuriating now because yeah. back then we were one of the lowest paying, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. MLSE back in the early like, days. In the early days, right? Because I remember those yeah. days. And then MLSE, you know, they came in and started forking out the cash, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, Bob's your uncle. Here we go. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just not producing anything, you know? And I, I can't stress this enough, too. Like, when you got your two best players 50 yards apart, you know, it just does not make any sense. Like, these guys want to play together, not 50 yards apart. You I've know? said that all season, that you got Jaquil Marcherudi sitting on the bench. Throw him on no the right sense. side. Throw him on yeah. the right side and put yeah. Berardeschi behind the striker. Exactly. Yeah, a little closer. Exactly. I, mean, I can't believe these two aren't even a CAM, not one of them. Drives me nuts. The part, Well, Insignia, I understand. He's, he's, he's more efficient on the wing. That's right. Bernadeschi, though, he can play in the middle. He's done it with Juventus. He's done it with Fiorentina. He's done, I mean, when he was with Fiorentina, he was a center midfielder yes. when he came up, right? That's right. So he has it in his blood. But, you know, and then the other thing that pisses me off is that, okay, you're going to fire Bob Bradley when you did for an intern coach for four weeks, which poor Terry Dunfield, that guy looks like a deer in the headlights these last few weeks. The fucking guy yeah. I can't say anything. Yeah, I can't feel yeah. bad to say anything bad about that guy. True. Because yeah. this poor guy is not getting any help from anybody. <laughs> you know? I think they need an off season. I think and it, again, I'm gonna circle back to to Chelsea. They just need a summer where they get rid of the excess garbage, where they get rid of the bad names that are tanking the locker room, and you go from there. I think that's the only solution here it's it's hard to put a bomb in the middle of an already dumpster fire it's not going to change anything so you just need you're right the fire to calm down a bit yeah Yeah. they they got they got to do some personnel changes but they need a coach that understands the roster which bob bradley never did i mean two years with no improve virtually no improvement the market value of the team quote unquote i think if um you were to look it up on transfer market is something in the realm of 40 million collectively, which I still don't understand. (laughs) Yeah. Which tells you that's a big number. Like for MLS, that's a huge number. That's bigger than anyone in the league by at least five or 6 million. And you still can't figure it out. I don't get it. It's, it's very frustrating, but if you have a manager or a coach, excuse me for North American lingo that understands exactly where to put these guys like someone who's actually been around the sport i'm not talking about even terry dunfield with all due respect to to the issues he's had to put up with since he's come right like a guy like bob bradley makes no sense we're not here for hype merchants we need a tactician now you got the talent you need it you need a damn tactician because it's just so disorganized out there you know 
Yeah, and going to these games are just so painful and just abysmal to watch. You can't even sell your seasons, so forget about trying no. to do that. I think it was about a month ago I put all three of mine up and I sold one. Yeah, it's been <laughs> it's been rough for me too, Tony. It's been rough for me too. You know, it's but just... um, but just to go back to the coaching thing, what what I was gonna what I wanted to finish saying was um, if they were just gonna put an interim coach, they should have fired Bob Bradley way earlier. That's right. You know, you want to get you you want if you're okay with losing four in a row with Terry Dunfield, well, that should have been done a month earlier, maybe even two months earlier, right? Like it's just, and at this point, like you got to look at the options of coaching and the coaches that come in, and the reality is there's not many there, yeah, and nothing really good. Um, I mean, I saw a thing that had Gattuso as the second odds favorite to come to TFC. Oh but man, that would be nice. I I think I don't think. It would be good because you get a guy like Kobe Franklin who can't pass the ball for the life of him, you know, only knows how to do a back pass, and half the time it's a horrible back pass. Gatuno's going to get an assault charge. Yeah. I know. You know what I mean? I like, he's going to smack the shit out of that kid. Like, you know, and it's just, you know, when you look, you look at who could do it, who could fill in. Jason Hernandez wouldn't hire Gatuno anyway. I no, I know that. Yeah. The one. There is one, and I'm going to run it by because I thought about it this week. Um, BJ Callahan, the interim coach of the United States. Hmm. Okay. He did very well at the Nations League. I mean, he outcoached both Mexico and John Herdman in the Nations League. And other than the game against Jamaica, he has set his lineups perfectly firing on all cylinders. Even against Canada, the subs he made to push the team over. I mean, this is a guy who was an assistant, and now he's you know took you know he's going to win a probably going to win another gold cup more than likely. But I think that would be someone to look into if you just want to see how it would go. You know, I don't think you're going to be able to get the high class tactician to do it. Yeah, I agree, Tony. You I know? think that's not a bad option at all. I think that's a fantastic option. Um, I mean, I, the mean, guy, I don't know the, if Bill Manning's going to do it, but <laughs> probably not. But I mean, I think the U.S. might keep him, guys, with the job um, that he's done. Burrowhalter is already a, uh, is already uh, I think it's the not uh, oh is it confirmed that he's oh he yeah is. Greg August first yeah, yeah. August first yeah. August first or, or right after okay. the Gold Cup it's gonna happen which is so Berhalter's weird take over because so he's doing good the guy that criticized Reina isn't that the same guy yeah that's the one yeah. no, that's the one that Reina <laughs> yeah, Rain, why would you hire that guy then that's so ridiculous no that's because Reina's parents said oh we got blackmail on this guy right so yeah Cla- Claudio Reina his dad used to yeah. play for the US too back then they played yeah, together so then why would you why would you hire this guy if he's attached to so much negative press that's just because half the negative injury. press half the negative press was brought up by by somebody else that was only doing it to benefit his son. They had an agenda. Yeah, yeah they had an agenda. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, there was an agenda there. So it was kind of yeah. like, that, like, that was an awkward situation. Like, Very awkward. <laughs> oh, yeah. We know what you did to your wife, so you better play my son or we're going to tell you. Yeah, like, very it's, awkward. That's just nuts. But no, this BJ Callahan guy, I mean, he did, I mean, you, what I've seen the short term with the United States, he's done very well. And what kind of itched my eye was just the Gold Cup is not the USA team, right? So he's dealing with a lot of players that are near the quality of what TFC have right now. Yeah. So I uh, think he's already he's exceeding no. a little. Yeah. Yes. I guess, but it's a lot of MLS talent. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. They, they right. have they have some. Um, I think you're right. Ultimately, it's definitely yeah. not the A team. Like I mentioned earlier, yeah, no McKenny, no Pulisic, you know, no Balogun. We get that. 
But uh, this roster is actually better than I realized once I, once I watched that full game against Canada. Because it's hard to mm-hmm. watch the other games when, when you're following Canada so closely. Yeah. But um, that's, that's a sneaky good squad, man. But mind you, he knows how to use it. And that's what yeah. I mean by what TFC needs to, to build on Tony's point. Um, he does to, he, to agree with Tony here. He does what Greg Vanny did amazing. Mm-hmm. Whether Jovinko is injured, Altaro is injured, he knew how to put the best lineup out there yep. every single night. Yeah. You know, and Vanny and got we, results. And Dante and I and Nico used to rip on Vanny a lot. But like Dante said, the guy got results. It didn't matter if he had who he had in the lineup. He was going to, you had to play your best to beat this team in day in and night out and night out. Yeah. And that's the type of coach they need. And I think this guy, he's very similar to Vanny. And I think he can do it. I mean, ultimately, I would, I mean, Vanny's playing like shit in LA. So maybe a reunion in the cards, you never know. But I mean, why did, why was he fired in the first place? He left. He actually left on his own. Yeah, he left on his own. Yeah, uh, I actually accord. called that one too. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think they say that, that, but I think yeah. they had some disagreements in philosophy. He, too. he wanted to go to I LA. Think, he wanted uh, yeah, to go at to the LA. time it was you know it was a situation of you know he won he won everything he could for the most part with TFC, and things things were kind of going downhill heading after COVID. Yeah, and uh, I think he saw the opportunity. LA was putting out the money and. You know, I don't blame him. So. Yeah. Another thing, too, I got to mention, too, like even Larea, our, our best player, arguably, for the season, mm-hmm. um, you know, Great left. Team. I mean, I, I he doesn't have a contract right now. So, no, he does. You know, Nottingham he's with Nottingham. Him. Yeah. So, Nottingham yeah. has him back. But, you know, that the fact that TFC hasn't even thanked this guy for anything. Or Well, I did read they're trying, to, they're trying to bring him back. But, um he has uh, – I did I did also read that he has a lot of La Liga offers. Well, I was going to tell you, right? Which in my eyes, he's probably I, I have there. insider sources. So, I've you know, mm-hmm. I've talked to his brother a lot on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, there's no I chance in that. hell he's coming back. No <laughs> way. No way I he's coming back. No way. Well, Nottingham no Forest in hell, Tony. is a good spot too right now for anyone who's trying to, to build their career because Nottingham Forest are, are up and coming. They spent a bunch of money. They got well, some they never they never utilized him. That's the problem. No, no, and the, well, and he the was dead, is, right? He yeah. came into a position there where the his position person was the captain of the team, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, <laughs> for you to expect playing time when the right back is a captain, uh, it's not. It's pretty difficult. But Larray is a is a world class right back. You know, he That's played right. on real at the world. He played on real at the World Cup. There's not many Canadian players that can say that. That's right. Um, he's was honestly our best player in TFC ever since he's come back. It's true. Yeah. His contract expired when? Two weeks. June thirtieth. Yeah, June thirtieth. Okay. Yeah, June thirtieth. Yeah. It was on exactly loan until June thirtieth. Yeah. 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 So, so I mean, I hope the best for him. I, I would love to have him come back because I can't stand Kobe Franklin. I cannot stand that guy. Yeah, I mean, no, you're same just, with me. It gives me a headache when I see this guy play. It's like, how is this guy getting paid? Uh, whatever, whatever he's getting paid, and I'm sitting over here, like, really? Yeah, give me half, and I'm probably gonna do more than this guy. Yeah, same. Like, you have you have your job is to work out and play soccer, play soccer all day. And this is what you do. <laughs> I said the same well, thing. This with is Otto a Bob Bradley problem, though. Too. It just yeah, just keep playing the wrong guys. Yeah, Herdman and Bob Bradley thing. They have their guys. 
they want to go down with their guys. Like they just Which, their lineup. It's weird. It's don't get strange. me wrong. Spalletti does the same thing. He played that same lineup 50 times last year. But it worked. But it worked. Lead. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if it works, it works. Who cares? Yeah. These guys, it doesn't work. And they keep going. Like Bob Bradley switched the formation, I think, one time. Yeah. Everything else was 4 3 3. 4 3 3. 4 3 3. 4 3 3. You guys, a question you know. Are these guys good enough to be in a 4 3 3? My answer is no. Hell no. no. I don't think Hell it's no. a good enough team to play a 4 3 3 with a revolving holding midfielder. I think they thought when they signed Franco Ibarra that he was going to be Sergio Busquets. I think in their warped mind, that's what they thought they were getting. And that's not what they have. They have a guy who doesn't even want to be there. To, that's to what play a 4 3 3, you have to have a beast in the midfield. And a big guy up front is going to put the balls in. Exactly. And we have none. Because, I mean, that. that's, that's, the one of the, that's the biggest concern on this team is that between CJ Sapong, Ayo Akinola, mm. uh, what's his name? The Norwegian guy, we, uh, Diamande. Diamande, played two games, Diamande you know? yeah. Uh, Jordan Ferruzza, who's just there to carry espresso for Berendeschian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you got those four guys, and they got one goal. Between the four of them, that's bananas. That's awful. It's pathetic. Yeah. With it, with Insignia, and nothing against the Insignia Bernardeschi in this situation, but they put some good setups inside that box for those guys. It's insane, <laughs> Tony. Know? It's insane. And Larea, the amount of times he put that ball in the middle, like and you're telling me, those four guys can only muster up one goal. Yeah, yeah. Go, go to Serie B in Italy. Pick up a striker. Go to Championship in England or League One. Go pick. Some, even the CPL, go pick a striker up, man. Yeah. I mean, you got Taron Campbell with Forge scoring goals like no tomorrow right now. Sign the guy up. What's the worst he's going to do? Yeah, and, and sure. we have no the other guys are doing, But it's going to be cheaper. Who's <laughs> our know? DP, Tony? Dosorio? Uh, just for the books. But if they for were the to books, sign yeah. someone else, they would switch it. Yeah. It's... Which it was a whole rule, MLS, with the whole – I, I kind of understood why. Like, he is, but he isn't. Like, you have to fill up the spot somehow. What a joke. You can't, yeah. You know what, guys? I saw this um, I saw this the other day. It was right after the Orlando City game. I think we yeah. lost 4 nothing. Um, <laughs> it was just the, the pit of embarrassment, like the highest level of embarrassment I think I felt watching this team since, you know, year one, basically, like when they were yeah. brand new. Yeah. And uh, I don't know who I was texting. I'll have to go back in my phone and check. I remember just texting like "wop wop" the the sound effects like when you lose <laughs> a, a video game, and I, I texted that to them saying like "wop wop wop," and then I followed it up with, "Does this team even have a coach? It doesn't even look like there's anyone coaching them right now. It looks like it's just a bunch of guys playing pickup, you know, like men's yeah, going through the motions and just oh, going through the motions. Yeah, it looks like they don't even care." Terry Dunfield's that uh, substitute teacher that you had for a week because your teacher got sick or something. Yeah, with the spitballs. <laughs> you did the spitballs right through yeah, the like straw just... and you hit them from the back corner, you know? <laughs> he's just there like, hey, guys, let's not get in trouble. I don't want the principal to come in. That's all he's doing. Tony, totally, oh, that was God, a good That's one. embarrassing. That was that's a good But when you look at the guy, like, bad ripping on the guy. Because, I mean, I can say yeah, I can do better, but let's be honest. The situation is, like you said, Joe, it's irreplaceable this season. Like, it's going to need an offseason, which sucks because we've you lost. You just need an offseason, yeah. yeah. But to, yeah. it's like, you can just see the way the guy stands there. He's like, <laughs> like, like, he always is like, 
He's like last game he had the pink sweatshirt on. You know, it's, right where I sit, I see directly at the TFC bench, and he's just there, like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah hey guys, so there's yeah, been how many games they've played? Twenty, twenty-three, twenty-three. So yeah, yeah, three, ten, and ten, something like that. Three wins, ten draws, and ten losses. Yeah, their worst start since two thousand and seven. Holy cow! Plus, we haven't scored a goal in like a month. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, and, and keep in mind, Joe, to start that first season, I believe we lost our first ten games, or we didn't score. Oh in, no, we didn't score in in the in first first five. I believe. Yeah, something like that. Something outrageous. And then we went like another ten games after yeah. later on in the year without scoring. Yeah, that was Remember, it. Something like that. Because we're, I think we're getting. We're nowhere close to the record of the goalless drought, I believe. I think we're still pretty far from that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just... The fact that we're even bringing that up is, is an indictment on the season in general. Yeah, it's exactly. embarrassing. It's a shame. It's uh, it's just a, it's a shame of what they've done. I mean, uh, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I know I brought up with Nico, and he kind of shot it down. Like, no, that's not that's not what I needed. But do you not think that if they had brought Jovinko in just as a sub earlier this year, like they did with the Vasquez, yes. he would have made a difference? Yes. Before you even finish the question, yes. Because the morale would have been unbelievable. I think the fan base would have went ballistic. I, and, you know, not, with, not just the fans. I'm not there but with I you, see, I don't agree at all. You don't? See, as a, No, as I a think this team is, was doomed with, with Bob Bradley as their coach. It didn't matter if you brought Jesus himself into this squad. They're not coached. <laughs> They're not that's, organized. That's, they're not. That's they're not fair. Right. That's fair. But I always, well, the way I saw it as was a situation like Ibrahimovic for Milan. Yeah. Where he was just there. And it's his team. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, but. And uh, I, I can see Jovinko. Sebastian. He's not, you know, uh, he doesn't call himself God. And he doesn't but, strike the fear of God into his He doesn't have either. to. But I think among TFC, the TFC world, he is. Yeah, he, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's totally in, in our world. I think Jovinko in this, like, it was like, I remember a quote years ago. It was like when Josie Altor first came and how Ashton Morgan was kind of like that guy in the room who kept everyone down. Like, you wanted his respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, you know, and I think Jovinko would have had that with Insignia and Bernice because he already has that love of the fans. He has the, the respect of everybody. And that's what it is. And he you earned know? it. He earned it. And he earned it. And he can show the guys, like, guys, you keep doing this shit. No one's going to be here. That's so you right. Got, like, you know, it's one of those things mm-hmm. that he went through the mud already. You know, he did it with well, Altador, hand in hand. They did it. They pulled up his team to new heights we've ever seen. And I, 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 I think in a situation like this, you need someone there that can say that. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's because Osorio's not that guy. No. Like Osorio's that guy, but he's not. Like he's I don't see him as that guy. He's and not gonna Bob, speak up. My, and Michael Bradley, like I said before, he's just worried about his coaching badges. You know, like I don't think we're ever gonna see Michael Bradley back. He's also thirty seven. It's time. Like yeah, way over that that guy was never yeah, gonna but, be dominant but, for the entirety of his many, contract. I think we should have we would have been foolish to expect yeah, that but, as well. Let's like let's be honest here. This club has been going down since they didn't sign that guy. Yeah, I it's agree. been going downhill since. I agree. It was no, it's no not, dispute, It wasn't yeah. always a big drop, but it's been going down. No dispute. I, you need to replace no. the guys that you lose. Like I even, get it. I, I get like that even, for sure. Even this season, you know how many free kicks opportunities we've had. That and like that's the thing. Every time the guy stepped up, it was in the net. The free kick. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had my you phone know? ready, Tony. I had my phone ready even, back then. 
like even now, like if you had a situation where you had no Insignia, you had no Bernadette like you did the last game, a couple free kicks, you got a couple of chances, he could have made something happen. All of a sudden, it's a new game. Like, yeah, obviously, stamina-wise, age-wise, yeah, he's not there. I, I, you can't expect 2017 Jovinko again. But it's just that mentality and mm-hmm. the pride, the pride of, you know, of being a TFC player, you know. This is his team. Like when you go, when you do the Mount Rushmore, he's the George Washington. Well, of course, team. exactly, hundred you know percent, I mean? yeah. best player and, by a mile. And Absolutely. we all know, as as soccer fans, we all know the importance of those kind of players. Like how players react to those kind of guys when they walk in the locker rooms and they see those, right? That's right. Like you look like Stevie G for Liverpool or Del Piero for Juve, right? I think or you guys are selling me on this. I think you guys, you are know, selling it's me on just. This. I know, like, I know for a fact, playing-wise, 100%, it wouldn't have been the same. And I, I and I, I came to terms with that when I saw him play at Sampdoria instead of TFC. Yeah. But it's I'm just – I'm going to – yeah, I'm going to flex on you for a sec to agree with you. It's a flex, but I'm also agreeing with you because, yeah, he's yeah. he is the man um, yeah. when it comes to TFC. He's the name that you think about. But yeah. I was um, – I had the privilege of going to the second leg – between Real Madrid and Manchester City in, in Manchester. And I had the the absolute undying privilege of sitting behind the net that uh, Bernardo Silva scored on in the first half and uh, absolutely losing my mind. <laughs> and, like, you know, when you when you watch a game, right, and, and, and I felt this way when Benoit Sheru scored against Montreal in the semifinals to send us through on away goals. Uh, the year, the year that I don't, I think we won that year, right? No, we lost, one year we lost, we lost to Seattle in penalties. Yeah, the Sheru goal yeah. was the year we lost. Yeah, oh, that it was, was the year we lost. lost. Yeah, yeah, that was the year we I lost. I remember just feeling that euphoria, mm-hmm. and and just looking at Bernardo just running to our area and touching all the fans and stuff. And like when I think of Manchester City now, with the exception of Sergio Aguero taking his shirt off and winning the Premier League in the last 10 seconds of a season, which is still unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Like, those guys never go out of style. The fans will always go crazy for them. They could be yeah. 50 years old and come back, and the fans will be like, oh, yeah, you know, they're back. Yep. So mm-hmm. as, far, as far as that goes, I agree with you. As far as the effectiveness or the coaching that w- was here – like the coaching in question, which was Bob Bradley. Um, how much of a difference could it possibly have made? Would they be 14th like they are now? Or would, no, they, I be, think, would they be 9th? Like what What could it have given this team? I don't think, I don't think you would have had as much drama in the, lock, in the change room. Yeah. I you think, think that's he would have been, a, he he been able to get into the Insignia and Bernadeschi. He would have been able to, you know, get to them without having – you know, that rumored, like, Bernadeschi saying, oh, of course, the other son to Mark Anthony K, which I died. Like, I'm not going to lie. If I ever meet Bernadeschi, that's the first thing I say to him. Oh, the other son, because that is hilarious. <laughs> like, imagine, you're like, if I was sitting in that change room and I hear Bernadeschi yelling at Mark Anthony K, oh, the other son, I would have pissed my pants laughing. <laughs> like, I would have been suspended for insubordination on that team because I would have been dying. <laughs> Dude, like, like, just imagine the broken English. He's just like, instead of calling me an idiot, go, the others, like, dude, like that killed me. But I don't think oh that moment. God. I don't think that moment would have happened with uh, Jovinko there. I think, I think he would those guys, had, you know, also thought this was going to be a cakewalk. I, yeah, I, I saw it too. in their eyes yeah. during the that unveiling. Yeah. 
like the jersey unveiling. I remember uh, looking at whoever I was with that day. I think it was my uncle. And being like, these guys are being canonized like their Mother Teresa in St. Peter's Church in Rome. And they haven't even played a game yet. And I think it's going to get to their head. He goes, well, come on. They're really good players. I go, no, one of them is a really good player. Lorenzo is still a really good player. But with all due respect to Federico, he hasn't been at the top of his game since 2018 for about yeah. three months. Like, we're talking about a prodigal son of, of the national Italy who never really lived up to what Juventus thought he was going to live up to. He never lived up to the potential, which is why when it came time to bring him back, they said, ah, you know what? Maybe not. Go go look elsewhere. Go see if someone else will sign you. Yeah. And, and with respect to Federico Bernardeschi, nobody in Italy even offered him a contract. No. Not one team. Yeah. Not even Actually, no, basement sorry, teams. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. No, that's not true. Uh, Napoli did, but he told oh, Spalletti. For 10 cents? No, no, no. Supposedly, Napoli did give him a nice offer. Um, but what I read was that he sat down with Spalletti for dinner, and he starts telling Spalletti how he wants to play and how he should be coaching the team with him there. And Spalletti <laughs> said, I don't need you. I don't need this time. I don't need and, this. And that, this is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Who's going to sign a guy with this attitude yeah. who, who thinks he's – much better than he is. With all due respect, he's a year younger than me. Like, mm-hmm. he's my age. I'm talking about him like he's, you know, 12 years old. He's not. I mean, we're the same but, age. Uh, I'm 30, he's 29. But he's, you know, 1994, I think he was born. Maybe I'm wrong. But the crazy, the crazy part is he he's actually not acting has, like he's 29. He's not acting he's got, like it. He's acting like he's 12. What are we dealing with? Right, like the and the crazy part is, like I agree with that. The way he, I mean, he's I like I like his attitude towards the fans, but he has the quality to run through this league. Yeah, like him and Insignia coming into this league had more quality than Jovinko. Yeah, the difference is the work, the way they put in the work. Okay, I understand Insignia last year had the problems with his family, et cetera, et cetera, but now it's you know it's come to the point where it's like, guys, you guys should be actually killing this league even at half pace. True. You know, with the quality that these two have. It's true. You know, like you look at some of the best players in this league, and I don't think any of them could go to Syria and do what either one of them did when they were good. No, no. These guys coming here, even if they put 50% of the work, they should be able to run through this league, and they're not. And that's what's the problem that scares me with these guys. Tony, I think uh, it's time to wrap it up. Uh, yeah. You know, we've had a great conversation here. Um, Joe, thank you for coming on as well. I appreciate well, your thoughts. And, uh, oh, by the way, Mexico's going to win the Gold Cup. You heard it here first. <laughs> mm, We're going to see. I think I got Jamaica, Jamaica beating them tonight. So that that honestly, Tony, you're right about that. I mean, it's definitely mm-hmm. possible. I I actually agree with Joe. I I, I like Mexico, but we'll what see what happens. That is. Anyone can beat anyone, oh. right? Okay, guys. So yeah, thank you so much, and uh, we'll be back next week for another episode of the Forty LG podcast. Have a good what night. a pleasure, guys. Take care, Thanks. guys.